This is The M Word, a Studio 52 production, hosted by Ben Earl. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of The M Word. Uh, It's been a while. It really has been a while and uh, I'll go into detail about what that uh, has all been about. We haven't been doing, I say we, me, I haven't been doing The M Word for a while and this is the first one in maybe three or four months but there's a good reason for that uh, this is also the first one from the new studio space uh, so the sound might be slightly different and today's one is going up uh, for a special reason really well it was exactly a year ago today that we uh, studio 52 did the um, studio 52 lives on instagram i can't believe that was a year ago that's insane. So it was the 18th of March, and we decided to go live on Instagram. I think the first person was Chris Ramsey. Um, and we were doing it from a bunker in another place we were previously looking at for using as a studio, and it, the internet was terrible. And then then we went to my house, and then a couple of days later, the world went into lockdown, or it did in the UK at least, and everything else kicked off. And then we did three months, basically, of lives and everything else. And that time has gone around quick, and I just can't believe, really, if you'd have said to me when we did that live last year for the first time, that in 12 months' time, you will still be in lockdown. I mean, we've had breaks in and out, but it's it's crazy. And um, a lot has happened over this last year, and so I want to talk about a few of those things. Um, but also talk about why I found it so difficult to do the N-word. Um, it turns out that a... Uh, a pandemic uh, has 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 had quite a few effects on my ability to talk in many ways. I'm kind of zoomed out from using Zoom. I'm kind of talked out generally. Uh, and also there's kind of one conversation that's around at all times. And it's, it's, it's very difficult to think clearly sometimes. I think normally what happens is, you know, you go off to conventions or you're performing or you're doing whatever and get on with your normal life. And the idea of sitting down on a microphone and talking about a load of different things that I want to talk about um, always felt very appealing when we first started. But since this has all happened, the idea of sitting down on a microphone and talking, there's no audience there, there's nothing else, and the same conversation keeps running around your head. I've, I found it really deafening almost um, or stifling I think also I've done over 450 hours of online content since this time last year across Instagram and Zoom Um, and that has really kind of changed the way that I've uh, felt about doing this stuff I mean I I still obviously want to produce material and I want to talk and communicate but I think Having to do it in such a pressure cooker um, in this weird time has has kind of made it very, very difficult for me to want to get on and, and, and say the things that I want to say. I, I've, I've often just wanted to stay away from tech. Um, and I know this has been a really tough year for a lot of people, myself included, and the people, you know, the team at Studio 52, it's been, it's been tough for everyone. Uh, and so often I just kind of want to not bother people as well. <laughs> so there's there's so many strange um, conflicting feelings and emotions um, about it. But but I also feel that there is a time and a space for being able to talk and connect. And um, so I've done a lot more stuff online. We've done um, the uh, Deep Magic Seminars, which we've run two seasons of now, a summer and a winter season. 
which has not only had a, you know, basically each has had four completely different courses on card magic and coin magic and other stuff, and then lots of hangouts and Q and A's, and uh, it's been great to kind of bond with a lot of people. Um, and we're actually opening up a regular hangout at Studio 52, which is going to be in the last Saturday of every month. We're starting that soon. We've also been looking into Clubhouse and trying to look at ways to kind of connect and open up community there. So there's been a lot of stuff that we have been doing. Um, so what else have we done? Oh, yes. I mean, the, I mean, the lives themselves, I mean, to kind of go and you know, talk about the reason I'm here doing this broadcast today, the lives themselves where it all started last year, really. And we looked at it as an opportunity to be able to talk to people and open up conversations that people hadn't really seen before, seen the likes of people um, you know, like Chris Kenner or David Williamson or other people like that, kind of talking quite openly and frankly in a very kind of casual way. And I think that in doing that, we, we created some really interesting stuff. Uh, we also had... Um, normal people I say normal people what's wrong with me just like uh, normal magicians or amateurs or other people come on um, at the weekends as well and also my friend Danny so there was a kind of a sense of a regular person coming on and, and, and real friendships so we, we really worked real hard for like three months 52 days straight to kind of put that together a tremendous amount of work by um, Henry um, Darren and myself to try and pull that stuff together and it was really really rewarding um, very very stressful but also it kind of uh, it gave us something to focus on. At the end, we then did a, a, an entire 24-hour broadcast live where we brought tons of people on, which is all for charity. So it was a very meaningful, rewarding experience. But also in the middle of that, um, I my, my wife was pregnant, and so you know my daughter was born. Uh, we also had to move house. Um, were, so there was a huge amount of kind of personal challenges and upheaval that happened in that time. Um, we also ended that whole experience. We then did a joker lecture where I did a, a, a lecture online. We then held some other stuff towards the end of the year. We did the 12 days of Christmas. I don't know if any of you have seen that on our IG live, IGTV live where we had um, the 12 days of Christmas. So running up to Christmas, we did all these – we had the Mass Chris Day, which is a, Chris, a day where I only talked to Chris's. We had a walk through uh, Williamson Wonderland. Uh, we had a, a, a day where Darren and I were just eating – uh, various uh, I think it was it was turkey and cheese I think um, with hot sauce um, it was just kind of a really really great um, experience uh, to do that um, we also uh, brought out shift three the shift number three which is a book series that I've written um, what else was there oh oh and we also set up this idea of the Dave is the best so for those of you that don't know, yeah, just Google it or have a look, uh, you'll find something. But uh, we, we started in the lives setting up this notion that Dave is the best. I think I initially wrote it on the bottom of a coffee mug when Dave Williamson and I were talking online. And every time I took a sip from the coffee mug when he wasn't looking, it said Dave is the best on the bottom. And then that kind of manifested itself into these bands that we then wore and had out there and were putting in shift packages for like eight months straight. Uh, not mentioning anything until it came round to February of this year when it was his birthday and then we kind of celebrated it openly and made a whole video of everyone kind of wishing him a happy birthday uh, that was great uh, what else I mean there's just there's so much stuff that's happened in the last 12 months but but all of it has kind of been happening within this the confines of this lockdown and it's given me a lot of uh, time to think about everything. I think that 
the way in which we now engage with media has changed. I think the idea of looking at stuff on Instagram and looking at those lives, if, if I look back to them at the time, they felt very, very unique. They felt like they were doing something new. Uh, they felt like they were opening up community in a brand new way. Um, but now there's so many people doing that stuff constantly, which is a great thing. But I think a lot of people are a bit kind of technology fatigued to some extent. And uh, it becomes very difficult to just solidly engage with screens all the time um, when we're kind of stuck indoors or we have at least you know very restricted movement. Um, I mean, I'm lucky that here in the studio, like uh, myself and uh, Darren um, uh, have been able to bubble and kind of work together throughout this time period. So it's been useful for us. But yeah, it's just been a really strange time. And, and I, I want to carry on the M word. I've said this before, I always will do. But it's just taught me so much about how much my mindset will affect uh, me talking. I just haven't wanted to be on here and talk in this way because there isn't, there isn't, I'm not talking to anyone right now. Right now, I'm just sitting here talking to nobody. I'm just in the studio. That's, that's what this is. Oh, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned this. This is the first time that the M word has come from the studio, this, the new studio space. So um, that's, you know, it's been a, a task in itself to kind of uproot from where we previously were and move here. But yeah, it's just been, it's very difficult to sit down and motivate myself to talk to a microphone um, about these other things uh, when there's all this other craziness in the world going on. And, and I kind of have to force myself into doing that because I think that it has real benefits towards other people. I, I, I think I have to kind of step outside of my own kind of selfish, um, uh, I don't know, uh, restrictions or um, issues and somehow just work talk think just talk about other things i think it's really important um i mean also like i said we've we've basically spent this last year stress testing all kind of elements for us and we've now run a podcast we've run um multiple series of courses online um and we've done them very successfully and we've kind of pushed forward and i think pioneered some um new things in our industry and that's been really stressful for us to kind of invest in see if it works out deal with all the problems all the tech issues and there's been a huge number of things so this year has been tremendously stressful for all of those developments um and trying to kind of work out what we're doing moving forward but it's it's also you know a time where i think we've had a lot of time to think and reflect and think about what really all of this is there's all these people all of us out there that, that love magic and love talking about it thinking about it um, sharing and learning um, uh, exploring discovering all these different things and I think that um, it's changed elements of how I want to continue doing that I mean one of the things is the book that I've been writing throughout this whole time period called Inside Out. I did a brief little um, pay what you want lecture, I think it was in October, it was around my birthday time, uh, about Inside Out, where I, I just do, did a few things on this on this lecture. But, but this book has been really much about uh, a lot of material that I've wanted to share for a long time. Um, and it, it also comes from a place where my internal desire or experience to communicate something with an effect and really kind of trying to be clear in what I'm trying to communicate whilst doing all of this stuff and writing all this stuff in this state of lockdown has been really interesting so I've decided to write the book from a different 
perspective, instead of normally writing this from the position of a professional, I think a lot of books are written from that, you know, that point of view. Instead, this has been written from the point of view of a very casual, uh, amateur almost position of just when you just casually show magic to someone in a random improvised environment where you, you don't have to worry about bookers, about reactions and commercial things, none of that. You just purely dedicate to the magic moment about what you're trying to create then and there and it's your desire to do so. So it's all been kind of written from that perspective and it kind of re-engages the nature of interaction. It's about truly having something deeply interactive, not just interactive because they've held their hand out, but it deeply involves them in in what's happening. They not only end up doing the things that need to be done in the effect procedurally, but they're also involved in what the effect is. That's hard to explain on here without you kind of reading the book, but it's been really enjoyable to do that. And I, I do think that this lockdown or this this the coronavirus in general, I think has been responsible for me wanting to write a book in that way because I somehow feel that there's all these kind of internal feelings that I have inside that I want to get out at least that's part of it and I think there there are many other ways in which that that title works um and just starting from a different position starting from with with them really and, and thinking about crafting an experience from their point of view so instead of what I'm actually doing what do they think is happening here what experience are they actually having as opposed to one that's just about watching me doing something clever. And I think even the desire to do that from my point of view and writing that way has been affected by this. So I, I, it's kind of um, this this whole time period that we've been in, is, I think, has been responsible for me thinking about magic in different ways, uh, wanting to communicate in different ways, learning lots of new skills, um, venturing and taking risks in the digital um, terrain in ways that I wouldn't maybe have done before. Um, but like I said, it's also been really stressful. I've had, my daughter was born, we've moved house, we've moved studio, um, and we've had to deal with everything else that's been going on. So it's been a really, really strange, strange time. Um, and I'm also aware that this has been really strange and difficult for many others, many, many other people. So, I mean, here we always have this, I don't know if it's a responsibility, but we, we feel a slight responsibility to responsibility is the wrong word I don't know what it is it's a drive to kind of do something more meaningful or more interesting or special than just communicating some magic ideas you know that's the drive um and so we've also got some ideas for for films that we want to produce some documentaries and specific films that have specific agendas and ideas that'd be myself and Darren uh, and Henry, obviously, uh, and Sarah, kind of going through that stuff and trying to kind of make something um, brilliant. That's, but it's very difficult to work out when do we start doing that? What are we making them about? Where do they get shown? Um, and it has to come down to idea, and it has to come down to what I want to express, um, what I want to say. I, do you know what? I think that that's one of the things that, that has changed the most in this entire lockdown for me, which is that I'm starting to value the things that I say more and what I mean by that is I'm, I'm more concerned with being clearer um, about what I'm saying so I, I think I it's more important to me to say something I truly believe in um, you know whether or not it's agreed with or it's wrong or right um, that's another issue but it's more important to say something I I believe I think I mean this time has given a lot of people time to reflect on what's important uh, and what they value and what's 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 special and so I think I'm 
I'm just very concerned now with with just trying to do things that I really want to do, say things that I really want to say, and enjoy that process. And I think it was very, very difficult because of this restriction. And I think that one of the things that we are looking forward to is to be able to move out again. I mean, man, if if Magic Live happens, which it should be happening or supposed to be happening in August, towards the end of August, if if that goes ahead, that's going to be fantastic. I, I really can't wait for that in a way that I probably haven't been you know, looking forward to things before in the past. I'm probably taking those things for granted. But if we can go out to Vegas, it'll be fantastic just to get out and see people again in that way and, you know, move move around and have the freedom to kind of create. I think that's one of the things I really took for granted was this idea that at all times we could go anywhere and create or do anything we wanted, or, you know, and perform anywhere, film, make anything anywhere. Whereas now it's it's very restricted. And so I've, I've really started to appreciate those things. Um, and so I think like this this whole episode, really, this particular episode of the podcast is just about reflecting on, I mean, it's, it's very self-indulgent, obviously, but then it's just me talking in a microphone. What else am I going to talk about? But it's about reflecting over this past year. And I think it's important to do that and look at those things um, as positively as possible. I, I totally understand that there are people whose lives have going to be destroyed over this last year. I totally get that. And... You know, I'm not. I'm not saying that I or many people I know as well haven't had a very bad time. But I, I, there's, I can't. There's nothing we can have done to avoid it. So I mean, to me, the only, the only thing to do is to look forward with posit- positivity and to look back in the same way. And so, to me, of course, there are many things that we, well, Studio Fifty Two, wanted to try and achieve this uh, last year that just simply couldn't. Um, there were live event things and other bits and pieces we really wanted to be able to do and there's so many things we just haven't been able to do we had no concept that we were going to end up doing 52 days straight plus on on instagram and we had no idea we'd run the seminars and everything on zoom or do the 12 days none of those things had no concept we'd have done 450 hours worth of content in 12 months it might even be more than that um and so that's been great but it's come with side effects to it of me being kind of screened out which has been very very tough um but i think that you know i'm really interesting in interested even in in looking forward to what happens when things lift um and not taking for granted all the things i do have and i do want to kind of make sure that the m word continues in the way that it has done in the past because it is something i love doing i I i do love sitting down and talking and um musing through things and talking about aspects of magic and i had so many plans to talk about so many different things in magic but for some weird reason it hasn't felt appropriate to i don't know why I just haven't felt that I wanted to talk about that stuff in that way. It feels different when it's live for some reason. Like if it's on Instagram live and there are people there live, or if it's on Zoom and there's an order, I don't know why it feels different. But when it's just me and a microphone, you know, although I say just me, someone's just come in. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I'm just, um, you know, don't worry about being quiet or nothing. It's not as if I'm recording. Oh, what's that? It's rather large. It's a Pacage. How are you doing? All right, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Just talking on a microphone. Okay. I'm doing the first podcast that we've done in four months. Oh, nice. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it's literally it's recording now. This is all dead space. This is all wasted time, at which they probably can't hear you. Or this is Darren, by the way, Darren Lovell, the um, um, head of visual content. Oh, hi. Hello. Hello. <sighs> what have you got to say for yourself after? What you should have done was gone. Oh, sorry, and closed the door no. and just stood outside in the rain. I would basically was just talking about the I say we me talking to nothing yeah. talking about what we've done over this last year it's been a lot it's been busy very it's been busy it's been a hell of a lot considering it's been locked down it's been uh, particularly busy and uh, worthwhile as well which has been nice yeah it's been good but my thing I said was that, that it's been strange kind of but there's only been one conversation yeah and you and I are both looking forward to Vegas yes At anything really I mean, <laughs> yeah. anything outside of confines of these walls, yeah, yeah. yeah so I don't have to look at your face, face all day long but no it would be good Vegas would be would be great fun it would. you know what we should do? so yes basically what I'm saying is um sorry I just thought I would do a weird thing in my throat then where I couldn't breathe oh, um what I'm saying is that it's been a year since we did those lives and it's good to kind of celebrate that and think that that's, I mean, it's crazy it's been a year. Um, oh yeah, Darren, just now use a box cutter on a box. <laughs> just no respect, no respect for the art of podcast. <laughs> uh, it's been a year and we're marking that with how much respect we have for it by just slamming doors and box cutting boxes. And no, it's been good. And we, I just wanted to kind of also kind of shout to those people that have been following the M-Word and supporting what we're doing that, you know, that we don't want to go anywhere and I'm not going to stop doing this. It's just, it's been very, very difficult to find the motivation in a time when there's only one conversation. And it just, it's, it's strange. And every month or so, um, things shift and change. But once things get back to normal, I'm sure it'll be good. So I hope you've all been good. Do you know what, Darren, is that guitar? It is a guitar. It's a, it's a child's guitar, but it's a guitar nonetheless. Why don't we, let's do some kind of thing where, there we go. Oh, the M word's not going anywhere. I'm just going to speak on the mic. <laughs> oh, so good. Play something a bit jazzy and we'll end the M word. Dum 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 dum. Just anything amazing on your child's guitar. Here goes. All I can think of is another brick in the wall. Something, 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 words and things, we're gonna end the M word. So, fuck you. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hang about, you ever go at me for walking in rather silently, I yep. listen to it, almost like I was on a cloud and walking mm-hmm. through the door, and mm-hmm. then you get me to play guitar. Yeah, I would you... Yeah, Without you br- any sort of rehearsal, no prep. No. no for my feelings in the whole process. Feeling, schmeelings. You don't have feelings. You're dead inside. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so I, I hope you had fun. Um, we'll be back very soon. We're doing some stuff in celebration of a year of doing the 52 Lives. I've. Uh, how do we celebrate that? By me waffling on 
for 25 minutes about this kind of jazz. Anyway, right, hope you guys are all good. Episode 20, uh, and we will be back soon. Until then, look after yourselves. Stay safe. Look after your mental and physical health, and uh, we'll be in touch and talking to you guys soon. Cheerio. This was a Studio 52 production. For more information, visit studio52magic.com or find us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Studio 52 Magic. <laughs>